So if you're wanting to maximize what you're doing with your podcast and you want to learn how to make it work for your business and not you always working for your podcast, this is the episode for you. So today I have on a really special guest, Stacy Reed. She is a marketing expert, Facebook ads expert, and we are going to talk about how to incorporate your podcast into your existing marketing strategy, why you should, why not doing that is why a lot of people quit podcasting and fail at what they're doing, and what you can start doing right now to think about your podcast in a more strategic way. So I'm glad that you're here. Stay tuned. We have a great show up for you today. What's up? I'm Angie, and you are listening to Podcast That Pays, the podcast for online business owners who want to grow their business and sell their offers using podcasting. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is advice from a marketing-loving podcast agency owner, you are in the right place. So glad you're here. Let's dive in. Okay, so welcome Stacy Reed to Podcast That Pays, the podcast that helps you to uh, use podcasting to grow your business, sell your offers, be a part of your marketing, all that all that good stuff. So welcome Stacy. I am so happy to have you here. Just jump right in, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, who you help, how you help them. Jump right in, tell us that. Yeah, awesome. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, so yeah, my name is Stacy, and I am a Facebook ads expert and marketing strategist. Um, and the way that I work with clients is that when clients come to me, typically they have a really big vision. They're not a marketer, but they really want to understand what is it going to take for them to take their business to the next level. So they're usually around that six figure mark and are trying to figure out like, how do I get to that seven figure? How do I get to um, get to that next level? And so that's how I help people. Um, I have been in marketing for 11 years. I led paid social at Zappos and generated $150 million with Facebook and Instagram ads specifically. I've worked on all of these different social platforms as, as far as like the advertising side of things, as well as the organic side throughout my career. And I've really started to kind of take all of that knowledge that I have and package it into courses and workshops and different kinds of things and different ways to help brands who are scaling to do what they're doing more efficiently. So that's what I do. Yay. Welcome. Okay. So speaking of like, you're a marketer, I'm a marketer, and I know this is something that we have talked about before. I had a sales call just yesterday and I was amongst my like 50 calls I had yesterday, but I had a sales call thrown in there. And one of the things that I, you know, told her was, I was like, you know what, there's this hill that I will die on, like my thing when it comes to podcasting. And I think the thing that really differentiates me, because there's a lot of people that will produce your podcast for you, fine, you know, worried about audio, you know, like can do that side of it. But for me, the thing that differentiates me and the, the hill I will die on is using podcasting as a marketing tool in your business. And so I'm curious what your take is because you also have a podcast. When you were beginning your podcast, you know, journey or you started your podcast, how did you approach it from a marketing standpoint? What did you what were your thoughts around 
how is this going to work overall for my marketing, for my business? Why did you feel like it was like an important thing for you to do at that, you know, at that time or that you still continue to do? Cause you're very consistent with your podcast. So talk to me a little bit about that and kind of what was your purpose behind that? Yeah. Um, so really when I started to think about, there's so much marketing out there that you can do so many options. Um, and when I started to really think about how do I connect best with people? Um, one of the things I had to realize was that I connect best with people when I get to talk to them or when the people get to hear my voice. Um, I'm really good at being able to close sales calls. Um, I'm really good at just talking to people, building relationships. I am someone who will just talk to anybody. And so when I started to think about, you know, how do I incorporate marketing that also aligns with my strengths, something that I enjoy doing um, and something that I would say is relatively easy for me to be able to do. Podcasting was one of those things that was just like right there. And it was just so easy for me to kind of gravitate towards podcasting. I've, I've also been an avid listener of podcasts. So I've, I've listened to podcasts for years. Um, and when I started to really kind of, so that's really what led me to it is thinking of like, what are my strengths? How do people need to best consume me in order for them to want to work with me and to continue on and to buy from me? How can I best use, um, a piece of long form, long-term content? Cause that's another thing is that a lot of times people try to build their businesses all on social media or just between social media and their email list. Um, but we're not thinking about things like blogging and, you know, long form video and podcasts to be a really kind of space where somebody can come listen to you for 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is, and consume what it is that you do, get some information, but then still feel like they're building that relationship with you. And so that's really what led me there. Like it, it, it aligns with my strengths. It's something that I love to do. It's something that's relatively easy to me. And honestly, if you're looking at stats, podcasting is taken off also. And so there's there there's that piece of it as well, where it's like, you know, like I said, I've been listening to podcasts for years, but now I feel like in the last like year or two, it's had its big boom. Like everybody's starting a podcast. Everybody wants to start a podcast um, or be on podcasts. And so it's really a great time for it. But then it also aligns with my strengths in how I communicate. I love that. I think that's really important. And there was another person, Genevieve, when I interviewed her um, for this as well, like one of the things that she said and that she recommended to everybody was you know, if that is, if this is something that has nudged you and that you feel like is again, aligned with your marketing. And a lot of people find that it is because a lot of my clients and, and people who are listening to this, like they love, like they are so good at what they do. They are not great at marketing. They are not great at you know, they look at social media, they feel like it's a little performative. They feel like they have to do this like horse and pony show. Now I love doing the horse and pony show. Like I could do that. Like I'm like, Hey, yo. <laughs> and, but, but again, that gets tiring. And it's like, at the same time, if I don't show up there, then nothing is happening, you know, in my business. Whereas when you have this long form content, then it can still happen. Things are still happening in your business people are still being nurtured by you from this content, even if you don't produce it, even if you take a break. I had a, a one client who came to me for production and she's like, okay, I, I don't know what to do. I had this old podcast and I haven't touched it. And I think it, it might've been a couple of years to be honest. And she was like, do I go back to that or do I start a new podcast? And I was like, let's pull up your old podcast. Like, let's pull up the stats. Let's see 
you know, like what, how many followers you had, whatever. Um, we pull up her stats and this woman is getting like a hundred downloads a month on a podcast she hasn't touched in years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That stuff's that is so true. Like I literally, so this is my the podcast I have now, Roadmap to One Million, is actually my second podcast. The first podcast I had is called Um High on Self-Care. And I haven't recorded that in oh, it's been more than a year for sure. And we went like super hard, like, you know, for that first year. And, so, and it's all about like cannabis and self-care. So we went, so we're in a really super niche environment. Wasn't a whole, not a whole lot of, you know, black, black women leading podcasts talking about cannabis. So we had a really, really kind of good niche. Um, but we grew that to 10,000 downloads in a year. And even now I still get the reports. Cause I have, like I said, I haven't recorded an episode in, in a year um, and over a year, actually, we still get the reports and it's still getting downloads. And one of those things I would, and my, my site is still getting traffic because I post my podcast show notes there. So that's SEO. So that, that traffic, that site is still growing, even though I haven't touched it. And it's only thing that's housed there are my podcasts. The podcast just still gets downloads. And so, yeah, that's, that's definitely spot on that. It is a very long-term, um, you know, staple in your marketing. Yeah. And listen, the other day, I, I literally took my podcast transcripts and I told ChatGPT, hey, turn this into a blog post for me yep. and then turn <laughs> this into turn this into 20 uh snarky, I'm mean, even 20 funny Facebook posts with this, like, like I'm like telling it, like, turn it into this. Mm -hmm. And it 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 did it in a really yes. <laughs> pretty, pretty good way. I was like, um, you, you know, like there's like no excuse. That is such a great idea to take the transcript and put it in ChatGPT. The yeah. transcript and put it in yeah. ChatGPT, and mm -hmm. then it will write all kinds of shit for yeah. you. Okay, and and that. even if like I love it's like pro tip, always take the transcript anyway, because look at your transcript and you are going to see things that you said that are like little quotable moments or like things you can pull for yourself or if you've got a team that can be content because one of the biggest things again the hill that I will die on is using this for marketing but also incorporating it with what you're doing in your business which is like yeah. so important to do and not just have this like separate thing over here like a lot of people do but that's the that's that those are the people who I see burn out on podcasting those are the ones yeah. who don't those are the ones who don't make it who are like okay I got my business here and then I got this podcast over here but it's not like they're not connected right so how do you keep that how do you approach podcasting as this like holistic thing that works for your business and that is your overall part of your marketing strategy how does that fit into your marketing strategy how, tell us how that you do that yeah so I look at my podcast as a way to nurture my audience and to stay top of mind and until they're ready um and so is it a lead generator yeah now I've and we'll talk about you know how I'm using it as a lead generator for with advertising but the way that I approach it generally is like, okay, this is the kind of content that my audience is going to listen to. It's going to help to build that know, like, and trust. Um, and they're going to be able to consume content until they're ready to actually buy from me. And so I send my, my podcast. I also, I kind of look at it as my anchor piece of content. So like every week I have one like anchor piece of content, or some people call it a hero, you know, hero content, something like that. 
And so this is where I, I approach it for like, okay, I'm nurturing my audience. I'm moving them to the next step, which is either watching my webinar or buying my course. Um, and then just using it as a way to get it, stay on top of my email list. I send my podcast out to my email list. I use it for SEO. So like I post the show notes as a blog post to help to, you know, get more traffic to it. And so really it is the anchor, like kind of like the centerpiece of our content. And then we use all of our social channels and all of our other channels to drive people to the podcast. So like my email list is driving them to the podcast. My social channels are driving people to the podcast. And so that's really kind of how I approach it as it's my, my anchor piece of content is the thing I'm going to do. If I don't do anything else that week, I need to get a podcast episode out um, that week to make sure that I am staying in front of my audience and I'm staying top of mind. I love that. And I just want to point out for you people, for you people who are listening, that <laughs> Stacy said, if she don't do shit that week, she's going to do her podcast content. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, it, so many people have this in reverse. Like so many people put this as the thing that they will do when they get to it versus the thing that everything else can come, can, can come from this anchor content, the content that's like, that's what you do. And then all this other content comes from that. Like you said, your email list, shit you can send to your, uh, you know, on your social media, you're at least sharing this, you're nurturing those people. And something that I really love about, you know, about my podcast as well is like, I can decide not to send my podcast out to my email list. Matter of fact, I think like the last one that I did, I didn't send it to my email list because I was like mid-launch and doing something else. And mm -hmm. the people who are following my show are listening once people follow you you don't have to tell them you know to listen to each no. episode because like I know for me as like how I consume podcasts I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm driving and so as soon as I'm like walking to the car I'm pulling out my podcast app downloading whatever's there and then I kind of just go through to see what topic I want to listen to so that host doesn't even have to tell me hey I have Say a new anything. episode out Nope. You know, because just as a consumer, that's already kind of how I, how I do it. And so I think, you know, that's one of the things that makes podcasting so unique other than like blogging and stuff like that is like, yeah, can you, you know, you, you can follow somebody's blog and get a notification, but for the most part, like you either need to be on their email list to see that they have new, you know, new stuff coming yeah. out or you stumble upon it on, you know, from Google. Um, so mm -hmm. you're not, so unless you're like really kind of like buying into that actual person and what they have to say, you know, and I would say like, even YouTube is similar to podcasts and where it's like, you follow somebody on YouTube, you're going to get all their videos as soon as you get on YouTube anyway. Um, you know, and so it's nice to be able to have a platform where it's like, I just need to focus on getting people to follow my show so that they can continue to get it. And I do, you know, I do see a spike in my downloads when I send out to my email list. We've kind of built that into our workflow now. Cause again, like, you yeah. know, and repurposing is the name of the game for us. Cause we use our show notes as emails as well. Like we'll just take mm -hmm. once we, once the show notes are approved, they become an email, they become a blog post. We pull captions and stuff out of it. We do put it into like, you know, chat GPT and some of these other AI tools to help us to create, you know, posts and stuff like that. So it really is, I would say, the anchor of my business. And I'll even say, even go on to say that, like, you know, when I have a podcast coming out that week, because I like got my podcast comes out on Tuesdays, on Mondays, I always go live. And so I'm always kind of looking at a topic. I'm pulling maybe a subtopic from the podcast that I've done the week before and going live and talking about that. And then when I go live, you know, people jump on there, but then I repurpose those lives into reels. And so I use those to then drive, you know, traffic to the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. And so it really does, I would say like, if I was like, you know, had a whiteboard and I could put everything onto a map and see how everything connects, podcasting is definitely in the center. And then all of the other marketing channels kind of like feed into the podcast. 
Yeah, I love that. And something you said about you use it for people, you know, to stay top of mind for people. And I know that we were talking about this um, in another in another interview about how you had listened to me and you saw like what I was doing and you were just like reminded and stayed top of mind because not only did you see it like in the podcast and then you're seeing my ads reinforce it. Like, it's like what I want people to get from that is this is a part of an ecosystem. When you look and begin to look at your marketing as a, a in totality, like this, all of this together versus this, this thing isn't working or this thing isn't working. And I would say the same for, you know, social media, when people are like the reels aren't working or this isn't working, I would just challenge your thoughts on what's working and what's not working. Because the truth of it is, is that people need to see you. They need to see your message a lot of times and they, they might not engage with it. They might not share your reel that you might not get like all these accolades and you might not go viral. <laughs> like you might not, but it's those things that are working together that keep you top of mind, that keep you in front of your people. So when they're ready to buy, you're there, right? You're, you, they have access to you. They know that you're still offering the thing that they want. So yeah. how are you using your podcast for lead generation? I know that you've been you know, testing some things and testing some things with Facebook ads, like tell us how you're bringing in new leads into your business uh, with your podcast. Yeah. So one of the main things, as I mentioned, like, you know, originally with my podcast, I really was focusing on it being a nurturer. And so I wasn't necessarily, I was focused on growing it, but it wasn't the top priority to like, you know, get leads from it. It was like, I just want more of my audience to consume my podcast. But then I started to think about, one, how much great content I've created on my podcast. And I, you start to realize that like, if you're looking at your analytics and stuff, realizing that you may have an episode that like really brings in a lot of people and you have a spike. Um, but then that kind of be, you know, it, it can kind of get to be a little um, up and down sometimes. And so I really kind of think about like, I have all this great content. I need to do something with it. Um, and so one of the things I started doing was, so I have a podcast episode that's called Why Now is the Perfect Time to Run Facebook Ads. And I that episode is showing in my analytics that it was growing. It was growing slowly, but it was still growing over time. So I'm like, okay, people are definitely interested in this kind of content. I was looking at my Google Analytics and seeing like, okay, this podcast episode is definitely getting a lot of, you know, getting a lot of traffic. What I did was I took that as a data point and saying like, okay, if this podcast episode is already getting a lot of traffic and a lot of downloads and it's having the staying power let me start to use it more effectively. And so what I did was I, as I mentioned, all of our show notes go onto the blog, go onto our, our website as a blog. What I did was I put some lead, you know, some lead generators, some lead kind of forms on that blog post. And so I decided to run some mm -hmm. Facebook ads to that podcast episode. Um, and even in my ads, it says that it's a podcast episode. It says, listen now. It says, you know, go, go listen to the podcast, whatever. And so when people get to that landing page though, they also see a pop-up that's like, Hey, watch my workshop. So, cause that's the next step for me is like getting people to get into my world by listening to my podcast, hearing my voice, seeing who I am, starting to get familiar with me. And then I'm moving them to the next step, which is watching my workshop. And then from there, the workshop sells them into the course. And so really, it's been really effective to be honest. It's been, it's been more, and I jumped into it just as kind of an experiment because it's something that I know that 
a lot of the people in my course have podcasts um, and we want to grow them. But I was just like, you know, how can we use this as piece of the lead generation puzzle? Because there, there, there is that piece. And so that's really yeah. what, what I started to do is like, I use the piece of content as like, okay, you want to come listen. This is kind of like a freebie. If you think about it, like, you know, people are mm -hmm. coming and they're listening to the podcast for free. They don't have, you know, any kind of sign up for anything or whatever. Kind of like how you, if you would drive traffic to a blog post per se, right? Like people just go, they get the information they need. And if they're interested and they are, um, you know, and liking the content, then they're also going to see my lead magnets on there. So I have like some, you know, place throughout the blog post where you can like, oh, sign up to watch my workshop. I have a pop-up that's really, really effective. Um, and I know people kind of like hate pop-ups sometimes, but they are very, very effective. Um, and so, yeah, that's how I'm using it as lead generation. So I started with that. And, and one thing I'll also add is that I'm also running this to my warm audience. Um, mm -hmm. So I have an audience of people who have engaged with me on Instagram, engaged with me on Facebook, who follow me, that kind of thing, or who visited my profile, something like that. Um, and that is then that this ad for the podcast is being mostly targeted to them. And so I'm also using it as a way to kind of, to, to move those warm people from just being like watchers on Instagram to actually getting into my marketing ecosystem. Um, so mm -hmm. actually consuming the podcast, actually getting onto my email list. And so really just being able to, to, to kind of like use this content as a way to not only get in front of new audiences, but to, to get in front of, you know, people who have shown you on social that they're interested, but they haven't actually gone and, you know, signed up for your lead magnets or got on your email list or anything like that. Um, so, so far it's, it's, it's actually performing pretty well. It's my lowest cost per lead right now. Um, and so, right. So, so because I've used that as a data point, my next step is like, okay, I have this podcast series that I'm, that I'm in the middle of launching right now. The next episode launches next week. And so I'm going to take that whole series and just use, use that as a lead magnet <laughs> and mm -hmm. just run ads to like, I'm, you know, creating a single page on the site for the series. It's like, it's called a streamline and streamline and scale series. And so I'm going to pay, create a page that has all four podcast episodes there that has some information there that make sure I have these lead magnets there. Um, and then I can even also like, once that audience size gets big enough, then I can even start retargeting them with webinar ads mm -hmm. where I can say like, okay, these are all the people who've gone to that page. They're listening to the podcast target anybody who hasn't signed up for my lead magnet yet and show them directly like ads that are saying like, hey, watch this webinar because I'm trying to get people sold on the effectiveness of Facebook ads. Like I think, well, honestly, I think a lot of people already kind of like, are like, oh yeah, Facebook ads are effective, but they're not sure if the time is right for them. They're not sure if they're ready yet. And so this is a question that I get from my audience all the time. It's like, how do I know if I'm ready? And so that kind of question leads directly into why now is the perfect time for you to start running ads. And I kind of go through why. Um, and then the next logical step would be say like, okay, I feel like it now it is the time for me. Now let me watch the workshop to figure out the strategy behind it and what all goes into it and to learn my frameworks and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I love that you said, you know, a couple of things that you said was like with a marketing e ecosystem, I definitely want to, <laughs> I definitely want to like put some emphasis on that and make sure that if you're listening, you understand that like it all works together. Marketing ecosystem, me and Stacy, like we have a very similar marketing mind. And so you can see that we both approach podcasting from a, from like a, a very much a marketing way. Like how are we using this? And I teach my clients literally the same exact thing when it comes to like how you're creating your series. And so one thing I would say, if you 
you know, listen to that and think that that's interesting, something else that you can do and what I teach my clients is to go into your shit that's already existing and figure out how you can group this old content together to basically have the same effect. So like, let's say we're talking about um, specifically, like if it was on my, on this podcast, you know, and so there's three episodes that are like really talking about like conversions and like selling from your podcast and what to do in that. I could group those together as a series on a separate blog page and all, and use that the same way, like, like I'm using it as an opt-in. And so I, I love that you brought that up because that is literally how you have to start shifting your mind when you're looking at podcasting. If you want to podcast for your business, if you want a podcast to get results, if you want to generate leads, like you have to start thinking like, how am I strategically using this content? Not just like, what am I going to talk about tomorrow and put my, to put my, <laughs> like, how can I use the content I already have? How do we maximize the shit that I'm doing? Um, I know we, we've both talked about before too, where using your, your podcast content in your welcome sequence in a closing sequence. And like in the, in email sequences, like where people are getting to know you, how do you strategically use that content? I think that's a big part of how we create this ecosystem, how we can maximize what we're doing in a podcast. And, and the importance of that is that number one, it creates for us an ease in our marketing systems because we we know how everything is working together. We're using our content more than one time. We're, you know, we're we're funneling people through and people are seeing us and keeping keeping them top of mind, right? And then it's also like like it makes it easier for you. It makes it easier for you. So when you're thinking about your podcast and you're thinking about how you're using it in your business, like a thousand percent, you need to be strategic with what, with what you're doing for your marketing. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I really need to up my podcasting game, or you want to start utilizing your show more for your business to get more leads and sell more offers, then I want you to come over to podcastthatpays.com and check out the podcast collab lab. That's podcastthatpays.com and check out what we're doing over there. I would love you to join us. Okay, back to the show. And um, another thing I want to bring attention to or want to ask you is when you're, when you're doing your Facebook ads, um, you're doing them specifically to one episode and not to the entire podcast, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so what's the like thinking behind that or the testing behind that? Like, why not send, why not do one that's like, here's the whole podcast or like what, or will you do it like that also? Like what's the, what's your, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. My thought on that is that I think one of the things I was thinking about is kind of like looking at the whole funnel or the whole customer journey that I want someone to take. And the, what I want is for, to attract people who are interested in Facebook ads. Cause I do have like, you know, content on my podcast. that's like, Oh, you know, it's, more like, you know, marketing focused or like, like mm. marketing tools that I use those kinds of things. And those are more affiliate plays with my podcast. Cause I was like, you know, I've created some affiliate kind of agreements and, and stuff like that. And so I have some episodes that are specifically dedicated. That's the goal is specifically to drive affiliate sales. Um, and so with this, when I was thinking about what do I want the, the sales cycle to be, or what do I want the customer journey to be? 
it was, I want to attract people who are already considering Facebook ads. And so that's why I decided to use an episode that was directly speaking to people who are considering Facebook ads, because I wanted to start to eliminate people who are on the fence. Like I wanted to eliminate people who are just kind of like, you know, Facebook ad haters or who are just like, I don't want to do Facebook ads at all. Like I'm not trying, I'm not in the, in the, in the position of, especially with advertising, I think I'm not trying to convince people that they have a problem. Um, like I'm not trying to, just because somebody knows they have a problem does not mean that they're ready to act on it yet. And yeah. so I'm trying to pick out the content from my podcast that's going to really speak to those people who are on the fence of like, I think Facebook, like I'm kind of sold on Facebook ads. I have colleagues that say Facebook ads work, but is it right for me? Is it, the, is the, is it the right time? How does it work? And so I'm trying to answer those questions that people have been asking me that I come up like as I do mm -hmm. presentations and stuff like that. People always ask, is it the right time for me to run Facebook ads? And so I'm like, okay, if my audience is telling me that this is something that they keep asking me this, and there's probably a lot of people out there that have the same question. Um, and so that's why I really decided to go with something specific because I wanted to attract people who were on the fence about Facebook ads already and not in a place where they're like, well, what, you know, why would I, you know, what are Facebook ads? Why would I even invest in them? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I wanted to talk to people who were already on that fence of like, I can see the effectiveness. Is it going to work for me? Yeah. And so, and I was thinking about the end result. The end result is for them to buy my course. And so my course is on Facebook ads. And so elevating, just kind of trying to get people to listen to my podcast, I, you know, just a general message. I feel like I would attract people who weren't necessarily already ready for Facebook ads, yeah. who weren't sold on Facebook ads yet, who weren't even considering them, right? They're just looking for marketing information. Um, and so while that's fine, you know, growing your podcast numbers and all that kind of stuff is fine. The purpose of these ads is to drive leads for my course. And so I wanted to pick something that was very specific to a question that people have before they would even consider buying my course. Uh, and I guess yeah. so you can kind of frame it as like taking those objections that people have mm -hmm. and kind of like, you know, helping them to overcome that objective before uh, objection, before they even watch my webinar, like before they even go to watch the webinar on how to add Facebook ads to their Instagram, to their, to their strategy. I want them to be kind of in that mind frame of, yeah, right now is the perfect time for me to run Facebook ads. Like I don't need yeah. to wait six months. I don't need to wait till the end of the year. Like now is the time. And I really think that that episode was very impactful in helping people to understand that the longer they delay their, that they wait for to run Facebook ads, the more they're going to delay their success. And yeah. so I wanted them to come into the workshop already understanding like, yeah, now was the right time. Now my question, my, my question is no longer, is, is it the right time or am I ready? My question is now, what do I have to do next? What do I have to do to actually yeah. like, you know, bring this to life? What are the steps? What's the framework? So really that's kind of why I was approaching it and being very specific. Um, yeah. I feel like there may be a, there may be a time when I'm very much, I'm like, I just want to grow my podcast and just like, you know, start to get people into my world. Cause I am doing a summit in September. That's going to be more marketing focused. It's also going to be selling my course, but that may be a time where I'm like, let me get a lot of people onto my podcast because I'm going to be using that podcast to do a lot of pre-launch content and launch content for the summit. Um, so there may be a time when I do that, but I think now when I'm thinking about advertising, um, I wanted to get, I reach a very specific person, a person who is in a very specific place on their journey. Um, not people who were just kind of like looking for general marketing information. Yeah. I love that. And, and something I really want to highlight in, in all of that is that it's very smart for what you're doing but it's because it's not just like that's the only way to do it 
because I run it to my entire, um, to my entire podcast. And I also like, there's reasons why I do mine to my entire podcast. And eventually when I completely build out my strategy, I will have them to individual episodes as well for some of the same reasons as you. But what I want to highlight about all of that is that what you do is so intentional how you mm-hmm. use, how you think about like what you're doing with your podcast is so specific, so intentional. And this is what I want people to really take from what you said. It's like, I don't want them to take whether you should run your Facebook ad to, to one thing or to, you know, to the whole, to the whole thing or just to one episode. But it's like, I want people to take that. This is a, not like a a personal, like it is, it's individualized to your business. There's no Mm -hmm. right or wrong. It's just, what are your goals? And if you don't know what you're trying to do, so you know exactly who you're trying to get, what you want them to do next, you know what you're trying to accomplish by this. And that is like one of the biggest pieces that people miss even when, so with my clients, where we start with this and the goals is like, even in creation of your freaking podcast, it's like, let's get specific of what your goals are. And so I love that you said in September, I'm doing this summit. And so I may shift that. And that's exactly what you, how you should be thinking about what you're doing with your podcast is like your content can shift. Your content can shift based on what you're selling. Your content should mm-hmm. shift based on like what's going on in your business. How you use that content should, you know, should shift, you know, like talking about what you're using as lead magnets. If we know that we've got um, an offer coming up in August that we're selling that has to do with Facebook ads, then like right now, of course, let's put the Facebook ads lead magnet out. Let's put those highlight the Facebook ads episodes for those people who are going to be more ideal for that. And so now we're being really strategic. So I think that's like a really huge point is I talk about it a lot in the creation of your podcast, but I don't talk about it as much in the like, now, what are your specific goals in your overall marketing of your podcast? How are you, how does that play into everything else? So I love that. Uh, but I do want to shift gears a little bit. I mean, it's not really shifting gears, but we've been talking a lot about the marketing ecosystem, how to use your marketing, you know, how to use this overall, uh, which I love because it's like the the thing I like do. We're both marketers. So we could like talk about marketing all day long. And we love it. But um, I was like, I had another idea popped in my head for the week went yeah, what you just said. Yeah, like, like we can go back and talk about like, yeah, I have an episode do. that's dedicated and directly to that lead magnet. Yeah, it's exactly. And I'm gonna write so, to it. So yeah, ex- yeah, it's so many things you can do. It's so <laughs> many things that you can do and be creative. That's why I think that's why we both love marketing, is because mm. you get to it's it's a creative thing. You get to be creative. And so it's cool. But so you were talking about Facebook ads and how you want people you know, who are on the fence and, you know, now you need to kind of tell like, is this right for me? Blah, blah, blah. So I want you to talk to people who are here, who have podcasts, who are struggling with their podcast growth, who uh, um, are considering, because that's one of the biggest questions I get is how do I grow my freaking podcast? It's like, I can get it launched, but how do I grow it? So I think number one, before you answer this, 
I want I want to note that if you are looking at your podcast in the entirety of your like marketing ecosystem, you would be less focused on just arbitrary numbers of growth for your podcast as you should be. <laughs> just yeah. number one. But then number two, if we were thinking about it, we're on the fence. Like, what would you say to someone who's a podcaster? Like, what criteria, what things should we have in place if we're thinking about running ads? What, where do we start? How do we even begin to wrap our heads around this? Because it does feel like a super daunting thing. So how do mm -hmm. we, how do we start and process and wrap our heads around it, running ads to our podcast? Yeah, that's one, of, that's a, a, a great question. And one of the things I will say is you want to start with what the end result is going to be um, and map and, and work backwards. And so, like I said, like the end result from, you know, people from, from, from what I'm doing is people buying my course before people buy my course, they likely have to watch my workshop before they go watch my workshop. They likely have to get to know me a little bit, right? Like, cause there's, everybody's running a workshop and I was even, you know, I had ads running for that are just going directly to my workshop, but I found it was more effective. And, and my, my cost per lead has been a lot lower since I decided to kind of put this piece of content first so people can start to get to know me. They can hear my voice a little bit. They can, you know, kind of, kind of just build that know, like, and trust. Like they can start to say like, okay, I like what she has to say. I like how she, I like how she approaches things. I like how she teaches. Let me go ahead and, and, and watch this next step. And so if you're thinking about, okay, what is the end result? Like, what is the thing that you want to happen? Like if it's, if it's a brand partnership, for example, then you may want to just focus on growing your downloads for your podcast and just, you know, getting people to just download and follow the podcast, because then you can show these brands how many downloads you have. But if it's to make sales, which most likely if you're listening to this podcast is to like sell your offer somehow, you have to start to think about what are the touch points that people have to have with you in order before they're going to buy from you. Um, I It's really like about mapping out that customer journey. That's the first thing I would definitely say is like, what is the end result? Like, what do you want them to buy? What And what are the touch points that people need to have before they're actually going to buy from you? Most of the time, it's going to be a lot of different touch points. So it's going to be someone listening to your podcast, them listening, you know, getting your emails, them seeing the ads, them going, you know, watching your lives and following you on social. So a lot of these kind of things you can build into your workflow. So like you have your, your, your automated emails that are going to go out because everybody that comes through your funnel is not going to convert the first time. So you make sure that you're selling them in your emails and that kind of thing. But so that's one of the, that's the first place I would start is figuring out like, what is the end result? What are the touch points that people need to have? Now that you understand that, now you can start to look at some of your episodes to say like, what are the most popular episodes? And not in a sense of downloads, I would say, but in a sense of what are the most popular episodes that are actually driving people either to buy something from me, to book a call, to do something, not just something where people are like, oh, this topic is really, really exciting. I listened, you know, your, your downloads may have spiked, um, but then nobody listens to it anymore. People kind of have moved on. Um, but so thinking about like looking at all of your content to figure out like, what are the actual episodes that do move people to the next step? Then after you do that, you want to make sure that your podcasts are on your site, because that's another thing. Like I'm, you know, when I first started running ads, I was thinking like, do I run episodes? You know, do I run ads directly to the podcast player? Do I, you know, do you like run it to Apple? Like, what do you do? And what you want to make sure that you're doing is you're running all of your traffic to your own website, because when you're running your traffic to your own website, then your pixel is going to be able to pick up that data. Um, and the Facebook pixel is just essentially, if you think about the pixel, pic the pixel is essentially like a, a bridge between Facebook and your website. Um, so Facebook is sending people there. And then it's also, you know, tracking what those people are doing. And it's kind of like, you know, passing those signals back and forth. 
And so when you're running, when you have your, 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 your podcast episodes hosted on your website, then you can start to run traffic to it. But then I would even say, also, you want to make sure that you have lead mag, like you have lead, um, lead forms on your blog post, because at the end of the day, like I mentioned, we've already mapped up what we want people to do. We want people to become leads and get on our email list so they can start to get our sales sequence. Um, but in order for them to do that, I have to give them a lead magnet. I, or I may have to place that, you know, the form there. Um, and so that's what you want to definitely want to make sure you're doing, like running ads to your site, hosting your podcast on your site so that that pixel data is picking it up, making sure that you have lead forms properly placed. So like exit intent pop-ups, pop-ups for when people first get there, lead forms that are embedded into the actual blog posts that are telling people what the next step is, right? So it's not just saying like, hey, get on my email list or, you know, did you like this podcast episode? Jo join my newsletter. It's really telling them like, okay, you've had this, fir this first piece of content was the first step. The second step is to go deeper. So then that's what you want people to do. You want what people to sign up for. So give them a lead form to sign up for something that takes them a little bit deeper, like takes them to the next step. And so that's why it's important to map that journey out first, because then you know what the, you know, what steps, you know, what are the touch points people need to have with you? Um, and then you can start to really kind of facilitate your ads to be that way. And then once you figure all that stuff out, then it's like, okay, now it's like messaging and ads and figuring out like, what does the creative look like? You know, who am I targeting? that kind of piece. But I would definitely say in this kind of sense, you would start with the end result in mind and work mm -hmm. backwards in order for you to be effective. I love that. And so just a question when it comes to creative and figuring out like how you're targeting your ads, like what is, are those things that you are covering in your Facebook ads course? And like, would your Facebook ads course be something that would apply to people who have podcasts and who are wanting to run ads to their podcasts. Yeah. So my course definitely gives you, so, so it's funny because like I'll see people running ads and stuff saying like, Oh, here are 200 audiences to try with your Facebook ads. And I'm like, you don't need 200 audiences. You just need yeah, one or two, one to three good <laughs> core audiences. Because some of these audiences have millions of people in it, right? Like, so let's be realistic. Like, you know, if you're thinking about the business side of things, millions of people in these audiences, you do not need to run 200 different audiences. Um, and so in my course, I tell people like, here's like, here are the top 10 to 20 audiences to, to pick from. So I give you a list, pick a couple of these, start writing some ads to them, read the data and see, you know, and kind of see, see what that works. And as far as my course for podcasting, yeah, so I actually am releasing a, so with my course, I have my, my, my course that has like all the information is like tech setup, how to run lead generation campaigns, how to create ads, all that kind of good stuff. So it has foundational stuff there. But then one thing I'm creating, things I'm working on are playbooks and the playbooks are specifically for each individual niche. And so one of the playbooks that I'm working mm -hmm. on now is for podcasters. And so it's like, okay, now that I have the fundamentals of how to build the campaign, how to set the pixel up, how to create the ads, all that kind of stuff. This here is the actual recipe for a podcaster. Mm. So if you are using your podcast to generate, you know, sales for your course or your digital product or whatever it is, here is the strategy for that. And so making yeah. it so that it's very specific. So that way, if you're like, hey, I'm a podcaster, this is what I need to do. If I'm an e-commerce brand, another playbook I'm working for is, a, is an e-commerce playbook where it's like, okay, I'm an e-commerce brand. Here's all the things. Um, and I wanted to use my podcast as a test dummy first to test out these strategies yeah. that I had because I've run a couple different tests to figure out like, you know, what works and what doesn't. And so now I'm in a place where I'm figuring out, okay, this is, this strategy is working for me and it's driving me low cost leads. Now, how can I expand upon the strategy? How can I add a couple of things? How can I do this better? Uh, but now that I've seen it is working, 
I definitely am creating a playbook for podcasters specifically. So you can just see the whole formula of like, run, these are, these are the ad type of ads you need to run. These are, you know, what you need to, what you need to focus on. This is how to figure out what podcast to pick to run in your ads. This is how to make sure what are the checklists to make sure that you have on your landing page, make sure you do have your leads, your lead magnet set up. Uh, make sure you do have your welcome e email set up and all that kind of stuff. So that way, really, you can just see like top to bottom. Now that I understand the whole ecosystem of how Facebook ads work, this is the this is the exact playbook for a podcaster. Yeah, I love that. So, okay, so I want to um, wrap this up and I want to, there's so many juicy things that we talked about, you know, today. Um, so I'll just want to recap them really quick. Number one, being really intentional and having goals when it comes to what you're doing with your damn podcast, <laughs> like that's where everything should start. That's where your content should start. That's where like thinking about your marketing and how you're using your content in other places, like needs to come from having specific goals and being intentional in how you're using this in, in your business. And then that leads to the next part, which is this is a larger ecosystem. This is a part of this whole ecosystem that is creating for you like like all these touch points that your people are are in that is going to maximize you know your sales your leads your efforts you're nurturing your people because they're seeing you in all these different places and so it's all working together and i want just like that perspective shift for for some people i think i think some people really need that perspective shift instead of looking at this as like an isolated thing and then the last thing is you know, if you are planning on, if you do want to use, you know, Facebook ads or something like that, like I love everything that you said about how you need to be prepared and start with the, with the result in mind. That's where you, that's where you start at. And so I love it. I think it ties in beautifully and talking about the customer journey and knowing your audience and knowing like, you know, like knowing what your offer is and what these people need from you and how much they need to hear from you and what actually moves the needle. Like it's just, a, it's just about testing and kind of learning that journey in your audience. And so if you, so obviously I love what you're doing with the, with your, with your course. I love the playbook idea for podcasters. So people can, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you're interested in working with Stacy, she's going to tell you how to work with her and like her course and, and something that we talk about too is you need to stop just hiring people outright to do your ads for you you need to have knowledge you need to know at least you need to know the basics of ads before you hire it's like copywriting you need to know the mm -hmm. basics of you need your voice you need to know about good copywriting because if you don't then when you do hire someone you, you have no idea whether they're being effective or not effective. Like, and so you need, it's the same with Facebook ads. So tell us, and I love what you're doing with your course. I think you're super smart. Um, where can we connect with you, find you, come and buy your shit? Obviously I'll put links in the show notes to, um, you know, your course and where people can connect with you, but tell us what's the next steps to, uh, you know, working with you. Yeah, definitely. So you can uh, follow my podcast, Roadmap to One Million, on all your fave podcast app platforms. Um, I show up there weekly. I, you know, post a lot of great content and and 
I, I love podcasting, to be honest. I really do love, I really do love creating my podcast. Um, so yes, yeah, so you can follow me there. You can head over to stacyzeal.co. It's S-T-A-C-Y-Z-E-A-L.co. And that's where you'll find links to all my stuff. So like my links to my workshop, if you want to watch it, um, to really kind of go in deep about how do I actually layer Facebook ads into what I'm already doing? Um, Cause like you were saying with podcasting, like uh, some people treat Facebook ads the same way where they're treated as a separate piece of their business. Uh, mm -hmm. But really everything should be working together. So if you want to learn more about that, you can head over to my site, stacyzeal.co and slash max, M-A-X. And then you can actually watch the workshop. But otherwise I'm all over these social streets. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, all the places at stacyzeal.co. Um, and yeah, I, I look forward to connecting with y'all. Feel free to jump in my DMs, send me information, you know, listen to the podcast, let me know what you think, all those kind of good things. Yay. Well, yeah, y'all go follow Stacey and learn all the goodness that she has to offer. Thank you, Stacey, for being here. And I will see all you guys in the next episode. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, head over to podcastthatpays.com to get started on your way to creating a podcast that pays. And don't forget to follow this show and take a screenshot that you were listening and tag me on Instagram at Angie M. Jordan. I'd love to meet you and show you some love over there. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. Let's get this money.